Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters, and we're two pastors, one podcast. On each episode, we'll be answering one of your questions about God, the Bible, faith, and life. We're so excited you're joining us. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. And we are back with Common Sense in a Crazy World. This yes. is episode four, mm-hmm. where we are looking at the themes of Proverbs, right. sort of. And um, today we're going to look at family, which is a good week, I guess, to do so because it's coming up on Mother's Day. It is, yes. So a reminder to all of you out there, Mother's Day is this coming Sunday. So you got plenty of time to get something together, but get something together, <laughs> right? Mother's Day is this coming Sunday. And for those of you who might have lost a mother recently Mm -hmm. or um, are missing a mother, uh, we are praying for you as well. Yeah. You know, Mother's Day, it's it's one of the more difficult days in the church world uh, because on the one hand, you want to celebrate mothers because it is Mother's Day, but you do that realizing that there are some women who are, who want to be mothers who aren't able to, Mm -hmm. Uh, some women who, you know, some people have lost their mothers and so they're mourning that and then there's broken relationships. Right. Uh, and so it's a it's a it it's an emotionally complex day, much yes. more so than any others. I mean, you, you simply you don't have that kind of um, emotional turbulence around Father's Day, for example. Yeah. Um, but you certainly do around Mother's Day, so it's mm-hmm. an, it's an interesting holiday. And that's kind of a along that point. This is a totally random thought aside, but I remember when um, James Dobson of Focus on the Family used to say. <clears throat> they used to go into the prisons with cards and stuff on mm-hmm. Mother's Day, and the men would just line up. Yeah. Um, to get one and to send one, and then on Father's Day, like no one would come. Yeah, yeah, and that's probably why they were in prison, right? Because yeah. I mean, a, a lot of those men had no fathers, or if they did have fathers, mm-hmm. it was a horrible yeah. relationship. Yeah. So there is something a little different there, and we'll get into the yeah. stuff of that and family. But um, we put our dog outside. It's funny when your vet listens to your <laughs> podcast, which she does. Hello, vet. I won't name you, but she listens, and she was like, "He was shaking so much. Maybe he has an ear infection, yeah, which I is what you too. thought." Yeah. But he's fine. And actually, we're going to go see the vet right after this, or I am, Good. to get the dog's but nails not clipped. Not right. for me. Not no. For okay. So, anyways, what we are looking at now, I could we could talk so much. I mean, basically. Family is what I've written on for years and years, yeah. and um, uh, I could talk forever on it, but we're trying to focus this on Proverbs. So for me, it was right. a little harder because I've often used a bunch of different things to talk about it. Um, and so what are we going to start with? All right. Well, I got a whole bunch of stuff here, and okay. so you can hear me move my laptop around there. Okay. But, uh, but I got a whole bunch of stuff here, so I'm, I want to look at three basic ideas. One is... Okay. Uh, is uh, husband and wife, so okay. the marriage relationship, and then the second is parents and children, mm-hmm. and then the third is siblings. Ooh, so hopefully siblings. we get time to get to all of them. All That's right? great. Yeah. Okay. So then let's begin. This is, of course, all according to the Book of Proverbs. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's many things that could be said, but right. according to the Book of Proverbs. So what is a family? Uh, and it's kind of a silly question, but if you think about it, I mean, is it is a family? Uh, is is it just one person? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you need to have kids? You know, so on and so forth. Uh, but in, in the book of Proverbs, a family is defined as the marriage relationship. And so it's a union of husband and wife, a union of, of man and woman. And so we see that in two places. We see that in the beginning from uh, in Proverbs 5 from the man's perspective. Okay. Uh, and that's a wonderful little passage. Let me see if I can bring it up here. Uh, and so Proverbs 5 from the man's perspective talks about, uh, you know, um, being intoxicated with a, the, the wife of your youth and being faithful to her and, you know, drinking water from your own cisterns. And these oh, are all yes. sort of poetic ways yes. of talking about being faithful to your wife, to the to the person that God has given you to mm-hmm. live with for your whole life. Mm-hmm. So that's from the man's perspective, Proverbs 5. And then from the woman's perspective, Proverbs 31, it talks about, you know, a faithful, mm-hmm. it talks about um, 
Oh, the faithful the, wife who the, can the find the faithful wife, or the the faithful wife, noble who is, wife, uh, the noble wife, and so it says, um, you know, the heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. And so this idea that she lives and she uh, she lives her life, she runs the household to be a blessing to her husband, mm-hmm. and so there's this union uh, of husband and wife. That's what a family is, okay. right? But it's also important to remember that the book of Proverbs is written from the man's perspective. Okay, and we've spoken about this already. Uh, but it is written from the perspective of a father sitting down to teach his yes, son. That's the whole thing. Uh, and so you, this this is positive, you know. And so Proverbs eighteen twenty two. There's a wonderful proverb: uh, "He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains a blessing from the Lord mm-hmm. or favor from the Lord." And I say, Amen to that, Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank right? you. But he who finds a wife finds a good thing and finds a favor from God. So there's this perspective that you know God has blessed us by giving us an, another person to spend our life with. Okay. But again, it's written from the man's perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, uh, Proverbs 27 talks about a nagging wife. Right. Uh, and I just think this is kind of uh, funny. So let me let me <laughs> read it for you. Um, so Proverbs 27, this is verses 15 through 16. A continual dripping on a rainy day and a quarrelsome wife are alike. To restrain her is to restrain the wind or to grasp oil in one's right hand. <laughs> and so this idea that, you know, it's, you can't pick up water in your hand. Well, neither can you, you know stop your wife from complaining about stuff and again this and it's you know it's the perspective of you know men sitting around we can laugh about that so that's it yeah Uh, but it's important to know that even though it's written from the man's perspective of you know the proverbial literally the proverbial father sitting down to instruct his son right still uh both uh both um man and woman husband and wife uh, mother and father are responsible for the teaching and the training of their children right lots of passages about both mother listen to your father listen to your mother exactly and so for for example proverbs six twenty, my son keep your father's commandment and forsake not your mother's teaching bind them on your heart always and tie them around your neck so mm-hmm. this idea that both you know listen to your mom and dad that yeah. they're the ones who are raising you up mm-hmm. uh, and so that's a good segue into the next part which is uh children and so the you know God God has united husband and wife man and woman into one relationship. It's a lifelong relationship of of, of mutual respect and mutual commitment to each other. Uh, and the goal of that relationship is uh, to bring up children. Okay. Well, before we get right to that, we should mm-hmm. say that there's so much in Proverbs actually about adultery yeah. because of this very um, important bond of the husband and wife. Right. And it's talked about often, you know, inside of just as we are to have one God and to serve one God, we have one spouse. Right. Right. And so I just want to make that point. It's it's all throughout the book. There's all a, throughout. You know, and so right. we can't we can't talk about marriage in Proverbs without talking about the warnings against what uh, what's the line? Drinking from someone else's sister. Yeah, yeah, and so it's it's a wonderful thing. And it's also in Jeremiah. Yeah, and there's this this long description of you know uh, the lady wisdom and then the yes. dame folly and how yes. she tries to seduce men and draw them off the path. Yeah. And, and, and same and, could be said, vice versa. But again, mm-hmm. this was written. This was written by a man the, for a son. Exactly. So you know, it goes both ways. Yeah, it goes both ways, and there's and we find it throughout. You know, this mm-hmm. this warning about the adulterous woman and, right. and how you know. Uh, you may think you got something good there, but it's going to ruin your life. So stay away from it. Right. Yeah. And, and the passage is great. This is uh, Proverbs 5. Drink water from your... No, you have to kind of read into what's going on here. Right. right. Uh, drink water from your own cistern, flowing water from your own well. Should your springs be scattered abroad, streams of water in the streets, let them be for yourself alone and not for strangers. Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to intoxicated that always in her love. It's yes. a wonderful passage. Amen. So, yes. Amen. To the romantic one of the yes. relationship. Some of us are drunk always. Oh, so yes. sweet. Okay. 
Uh, so the goal of parenting, right? And we so, meant that not literally. No. no <laughs> <laughs> well, we've talked about wine on yeah, here before, okay. so we better make that clear. Okay, go ahead. Well, to quote the Apostle Peter, it's uh, it's only 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it really is, and it's already hot in Texas. I just got back from a run. Okay, what do we got for children? So the goal of parenting is to raise up, uh, obviously, is to raise up the goal children. Of, the goal of marriage. The goal of marriage is, One is of the, goals. the creation of family, okay, right? It's not always possible. Right. Uh, which is why the story of Abraham and Sarah and Isaac and Rebecca is so powerful yes. because you know God intervened in their in their lives. Yep. Uh, but still, the, the goal of uh, the goal of marriage is to raise up the next generation, and mm-hmm. the goal of raising up the next generation is to raise up fathers and mothers, to raise up husbands and wives. It's it's this self perpetuating idea right. that this is God's plan for us, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and so, for example, we find in Proverbs 23, verses 24 through 25, nice easy reference, right? 23, yeah. 24, 25. Very nice. You can memorize it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is the goal of parenting, and it goes like this. Uh, the father of the righteous will greatly rejoice. He who fathers a wise son will be glad in him. And let your father and mother be glad. Let her who bore you rejoice. Amen. So this idea that what the goal of parenting is not simply to you know get them out of the house. <laughs> Although it feels like it sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it does. <laughs> and it's important to remember that when this book was written, you know, about a thousand BC. Wow. Um, you know what we think of as the age of majority, oh, eighteen. Right. You know, I mean, women were married and probably had their first couple of kids by that point. Wow, you know, men right. were already almost established at that. So it's so you had to pound in the wisdom quick. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but the the goal is then to to raise up. Uh, the goal is to raise up boys who can be men. Yep. That is uh, fathers to their children, husbands to their wives. The goal of parenting girls is to raise up women mm-hmm. who can be uh, wives to their husbands and mothers to their children. That's the goal, mm-hmm. right? Which is so, all very controversial right now, but that's oh okay. Gosh, is We're going to just right. keep going. But that but that is the goal. Mm-hmm. And so Proverbs tells us to start young. Uh, this is Proverbs twenty two six. Train up a child in the way that he should go. And even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the promise. It doesn't yeah. always work out that yeah. way. But that is the promise that if you start him young, you can develop these lifelong habits. You can mm-hmm. kind of set the ruts that they will yep. uh, run the rest of their lives down. Uh, but we start young, but we also start with the assumption of sin. And this is also wildly unpopular in today's day and age. Okay. But a little bit later in that same chapter, uh, Proverbs twenty-two fifteen, folly is bound up in the, the heart, heart of, of a, a child. child. Yes, that's a great verse. Yeah. Folly is bound up in the heart of a child. Mm-hmm. We, you see that as you're raising children. You know, they don't make the wisest decisions. They don't pick the right things often. Oh, gosh, no. And so, you know, they need training. Right. And that's and it exactly. says, but the okay. rod of discipline drives it far from him. Okay. And the rod, of course, you know, in this context, again, this is 30 centuries ago. Right. So it probably was corporal punishment. Yeah. You, know, you get out the switch and you smack him upside the head. Right, which is why some people just totally dis- disown this whole passage. Right. But, you know, things change. Yeah. We don't have to use a rod. No, and there's there's more than one rod. I mean, there's yeah. a physical rod, but right. then there's also, you know, heart. Uh, there's there's words, there's disappointment. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all kinds of ways yes. um, that, that can strike us like a rod. And so, for example, I yeah. think, you know, some of the... Uh, some of the most shameful moments in my life were when I knew that I disappointed my mom and my dad, and they didn't have to smack me with a rod. I just I knew it, you mm-hmm. know. And that mm-hmm. that kind of stuff disciplines you. Okay. Right. right. Um, so this idea that you know we start young, but we start with the assumption that no, you know, children are sinners, mm-hmm. um, and they are. I mean, the mm-hmm. one of the great discoveries of me, one of the great aha moments, was realizing that you know, as, as a parent, my job is to teach them to not do what comes to them naturally. 
Right. <laughs> right. You know? Which is like selfishness and exactly. being reckless and all the things. All those things. I mean, yeah. that's the stuff that comes to us naturally. Right. That's our fallen, mm-hmm. fallen nature. Mm-hmm. And our job is to teach our kids to turn away from that and to live the way God wants. Right. Uh, but it doesn't always happen. Mm-hmm. You know, even though the promise is if you train up a child and when he is old, he will not depart from it. That doesn't always happen. Right. Uh, and so here are some proverbs about the various and sundry ways Uh-oh. that cannot happen. We won't go through them all. Okay. Uh, but here's one, Proverbs 10. You know, he who gathers in summer is a prudent son, but he who sleeps in harvest is a son who brings shame. Mm. So it's talking about idleness, or as we would say in our own day, failure to launch. You failure know? to launch, yes. And that that's true, it happens. You know, yeah. I mean, sometimes kids, you give them everything and they, yeah. they don't launch out. Mm-hmm. Uh, scoffing, this is Proverbs 13. A wise son hears his father's instruction, but a scoffer does not listen to rebuke. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unfortunately, I think that for most of us, it's not until we become parents ourselves that we realize, wow, our parents actually know what they were talking about. <laughs> and that's, that's an eye-opening yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also those who despise parents. A wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish man despises his mother. Mm-hmm. And that despising can be violent. Uh, he who does violence to his father and mother, and he who does violence to his father and chases away his mother, is a son who brings shame and reproach. Um, cursing. If one curses his father or mother, his lamp shall be put out in darkness. Uh, <coughs> robbing. Whoever robs his father or his mother and says that's no transgression, is a companion to the one who destroys. Mockery. Uh, the eye that mocks a father and scorns to obey a mother will be plucked out by the ravens of the valley and eaten by the vultures. My. That's a good one. You can tell it's written by a man. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Mm. <laughs> uh, but you it's know, one and, word for it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but this is all too true. Yeah. I mean, I, I right. think uh, I'm, I'm willing to, I would be willing to butt money that every family out there, you can think of someone, every listener out there, you can think of someone in your family. Uh, who has grown up to do these things, mm-hmm. to despise father and mother, uh, to steal from father and mother, mm-hmm. to curse them, mm-hmm. uh, to walk away from them. It's uh, And it's it's a tragedy. It's a mm-hmm. shame. But I tell you what, almost every family has somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's just the nature of living in a fallen world, right? right. That there's pain in the family. Mm-hmm. And so let me uh, pray for us right now, okay? Okay. Lord God, I pray for our families. Lord, you know every person out there. You know what's going on in our lives. And Father, you know that person in our family who brings so much pain. God, there is a person that we know, that we love, that we are related to, and yet, God, they they have it in for us, and they have caused so much pain in our family. Lord Jesus, we pray for that person. God, we pray that you would redeem that person, that you would free that person from whatever grip has them. And we pray against that person, that you would frustrate that person's plans to bring uh, pain and destruction to our families. God, we lift up our families to you, and we pray for them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's all together too true, and mm-hmm. that's you know, something I realized in every family. Mm-hmm. Every right. family, my gosh. And then a slightly better note. So that's uh, that's parents and children. Right. You know, the, the joy, but also the tragedy of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then siblings. Siblings. So this, uh, this is Proverbs 17, 17. 
Is this one I'm always quoting? What is it? A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. Oh, no. (laughs) No, not that one, but I do know that one. I was thinking of the one that's like, how good and pleasant it is when brothers get along in unity. Oh, yeah, that's a psalm. Is that a psalm? psalm? Oh, Oh, yeah. Vicky Hoffer, we miss you in Hebrew class. Okay, that's a psalm. Anyways, well, that's also a good one. Yeah, and so the, the idea here is that, well, as we would say, blood is thicker than water, hmm. you know, which is one of those weird proverbs. You try to say explain it, again. it to her. Say foreigner. the proverb again. All right, so it's Proverbs seventeen seventeen. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Oh. So this idea that, yes. um, that you know, blood is thicker than water, okay. that it's, it's in the times of testing, it's in the times of trial, that families come together uh, and families stay united. And that's what brothers and sisters yeah, okay. are for, right? Mm. So that when it hits the fan, which it inevitably does. Okay. Um, and your friends back away from you, you've got your brothers and your sisters to, to be there for you, to support you. Got it. So that, that, that idea that blood is thicker than water. But again, it's because blood is thicker than water, which is a really bizarre proverb if you try to explain it to a foreigner. You know, yeah. They're like, what do you mean blood is thicker than water? Of course it is. <laughs> you, know, you say, no, it's talking about <laughs> family. Have you tried to do this? Uh, yeah, I tried to in Russian. They're like, this makes no sense. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Which is funny because it's more of an Eastern idiom. That I mean, it would. Well, it is. Be... They get the idea. Yeah. Okay. But they're like, but I don't understand what you... blood has to do with water. You know? Right. Yeah, right. So. It's like when you try to do things like that with kids, like mix by hand. Yeah. You know, on a directions, and they're actually literally mixing. Yeah, by they hand. stick their hands. <laughs> I mean, in their... seriously, we had children do that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, carry on. Uh, but it's because blood is thicker than water, right? It's it's um, because family ties are so close. Um, that family feuds can also be so devastating. Okay. And this is from the next chapter, Proverbs 18, verse 19. A brother offended is more unyielding than a strong city. Mm. And that's true. Whoa. You know that when you, yes. when there is a feuding in the family, I mean, my goodness, it's it's a brother offended is, is more unyielding than a strong city. You know, you can imagine trying yeah, to... Yeah, because it's... it's so emotional. I mean, oh it, it's gosh, because yeah. you like it's thicker, like you said. You know, I mean, it just takes you way back. If you know, if if one of your family members offends you in some way, it just brings up so much more brings than up so much stuff. Um, maybe a friend. Yeah, you know? abso- yeah. It's because the it's because of the love relationship. Yeah. That, you know, if if you don't really have uh, much of a relationship with a person, well, they can. You know, they can mm-hmm. do whatever they want. It doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't bother you all that much. I mean, you think about driving on I-10 and, <laughs> you know, some guy flips you the bird or something. Well, Who it might, yeah. might upset you, but it's not going to ruin your day. Uh, Unless whereas, you're Sam and then he's going right. to probably do something crazy. Yeah, because, you know, you have no relationship <laughs> with that person. But if that were your mom or your dad, well, I mean, that's devastating, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, And True. so that that's why okay. these, these things are so hard. And again, you know, it, it comes back to all families are broken in different yeah. ways. Mm-hmm. Now, to t- but to end on a happy note, yes, right? Yes, so let's this end is on a happy note. So, you know, you and I, we're at the front end of this. Uh, we have been blessed with six children. Mm-hmm. And so one thing I do every morning is I, I pray for you and me. Mm-hmm. Pray that God will bless and protect our relationship. And I, I thank God that he's given me to you and he's mm-hmm. given you to me. Mm-hmm. And I pray I can be a good husband. Uh, and then I pray for our children. I thank God that he's given us six children. Mm-hmm. And I pray that we can raise them to know the Lord and love him and fear him and serve him. And I pray for what's going on in their lives that mm-hmm. day. Uh, but, you know, we are at the front end of parenting. We only have one child out of the house, a second one on the way, about to get out of the house. Uh, but I know a lot of our listeners out there, you've already been through this. Yeah, true. And so tell us, you know, what have you seen? You know, Michelle and I are still very much in the trenches of parenting. Oh, my goodness. Forever we um, will be, yes. And people tell us, you know, the hope <laughs> that they give us uh, is that especially with large families, it's a blessing, they say, because, you know, when you grow up, oh, you're going to be so tight and so mm-hmm. close and, and all these things. 
it's kind of hard to believe. You know, we had one of those days like that yesterday where you're like, boys, you might oh, not boys, make it to yeah. the end I was of the gonna day. Say, yeah, because I was going to say, actually, our kids are so close. Well, they are. But, but yes, when you put in the boy thing, it's so the competitive, sometimes it feels differently. Yeah. And there yeah. are a few that struggle a little bit, but um, they, yes, you're right. They like to push each other's buttons. They do. They like to push each other. Right? And, and literally push and shove. And since I, yeah, it's, all, it's always weird because I thought I'd be such a good boy mom, you know, being mm-hmm. like a hockey player right. and being like an athlete. And I have no tolerance for the crazy physicality of the boy play. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind if they take it outside, but yeah. yeah. But what the point is, you know, to our listeners, we're still very much in the trenches of parenting. And so people tell us, they, they assure us that, you know, there's nothing like uh, when your your kids are growing up and out of the house and, you know, what a joy, what a blessing it is. And you see that they love each other, they're mm-hmm. supporting each other. But we're taking that on faith at this point. No, but actually, <laughs> I think like when I hear the girls talking on the phone or yeah. even, even Sam and yeah. like Sophie interchanging on... I am very impressed, and and yeah, I think they, I think that's already happening. But Good. you're right, we're way, way not there. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd be curious, you know, yeah. if, if uh, for our listeners out there, if you could um, give us some encouraging reports. Yeah, from, sure. Uh, Send us an email from the field. You know, let us know what you've seen in your own life and in your own family. Uh, that would be that would be really helpful yeah. to us. And actually, that would help because a few of you are telling me you're not getting our emails every week. So ah, uh, yeah. If but I guess you're well, you'd still be listening. So yes, if you're not getting emails, uh, let me know. That'd yeah. be good. Okay, well, that's awesome. Um, family, and I think we are going to do one or two more. I can't remember before we hit Ellie's graduation here. Yeah, yeah, because we've got a graduation coming up, yep. so that'll be really busy. So yeah. we're at least going to hit money, because that's another major oh, topic yeah. in Proverbs. And I can't remember if there's anything else. But for now, you have plenty to think about in your own lives, in your own families. Yep. And um, we just thank you that you're listening, and we continue to pray for you. Yeah, thank you.